right. Woo! Welcome back, Big Apple Church. <laughs> uh, it is uh, an amazing thing to be here in person with you guys and to everyone on Zoom. Welcome back to church after a year and a half. We're seeing each other in person and it's amazing. It feels really good. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to Andrea Rothberg for helping us reserve this space. Thank you, thank you, thank you. These next few weeks are some of the busiest in Central Park. A lot of groups like us are trying to get out here. So thank you for fighting our way in. And uh, we are here. Um, it is my, it is, thank you. It is, I was just going to say, it's my birthday. Um, it is my birthday today, and I couldn't ask for a better gift than all of you guys today. This is amazing. It's amazing. Um, we've been through a lot these uh, last 18 months. Can I get an amen on that? Uh, and I think it's appropriate for us to just breathe in the fresh air for a minute, be thankful that we're alive, but also to, to mourn the losses that we have suffered th this last year and a half. It's been rough in many ways, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and some of us are still hurting uh, and will be hurting from the loss of loved ones, people that are even sick now. So we continue to pray for one another and we're grateful for this time, but we also wanna be mindful that we've been through a lot. And when, we, when you suffer a collective trauma, it takes the collective to help to heal. So we're really gonna to need to be there for one another right now, okay? All right, we, uh, we love Jesus, that's why we're here. And uh, Jesus was a man 2,000 years ago uh, that did something amazing, uh, actually many things. Yes. But because of the decisions that he made to never quit, to keep loving even his enemies, history was changed forever. Right. And we are here today because we imitate that spirit and the man. And uh, we don't call it a comeback because we've been here for years, but... We uh, just last Wednesday started this series called Don't Call It a Comeback. And just like Jesus, we have many comebacks in our lives. This is one of many. Many comebacks, many times where we've had to persevere through very challenging times, right? Yes. Remember back before the pandemic, hard times, things you were praying about, the things that caused you to break down and cry, the things that you were hoping God was going to alleviate from your suffering. You got through it. You're here now. This is another comeback. Now, we're going to continue this, uh, this talk about how Jesus came back in his life and how we can imitate that. And if you have your Bibles, you can open it up to Luke chapter 4. And we're going to look through a, a text, and hopefully the rain will hold off a little longer. We're going to look through a text in Luke 4 that many of us are familiar with, all right? And as you're turning there in verse 1, you're going to see a reminder of what Jesus did in this scenario. And right, right off the bat, in verse 1... You see that the Holy Spirit is the reason Jesus ends up in the wilderness. All right, let me say that again. God's own Spirit is the reason that Jesus ends up in the wilderness. You ever wonder when you're in the middle of a wilderness time in your life, how did I get here? When it's desert, when it's hard, when it's challenging, how did I get, get to this point? And would you ever come up with the answer, God put me here? Probably not. <laughs> God put me in a hard situation? Well, the answer is sometimes he does. And he does so here with Jesus, his own son. All right, are we getting audio? Are we good? All right, thank you for all the tech uh, folks that are out there. And anyone who's on the Zoom, you can leaven the fellowship and add some, some positive things. All right, so 
We're looking here at Luke chapter 4. The reason that Jesus is in the wilderness is because God's own spirit puts him there. And then he goes through three temptations. So does anyone remember what one of those are? Raise your hand. I'll call on you. Anthony, what's one of those temptations? Turn, 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 turn the stone into bread. Very good. Let me get a prize for him. I got a prize for you, Anthony. Big Apple Church tote bag coming your way. Here we go. All right. Right. Don't call it a comeback. Raise your hand. Who, who remembers another one? What's the difference? Yes. Steve. To jump off the highest point of the temple and what? Save yourself. Yeah, there you go. Give me another one. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Prize number two is given. All right. Any ladies have a yes? Number three. All the kingdoms of the entire world, you get a prize as well. All right. Well done. Well done. All right. Now, if any one of those three people would rather trade their tote bag in for a gigantic bag of gummy bears, you can talk to me afterward. All right. That's up to you. That's up to you. All right. So three temptations. How do you feel after one temptation that you resist? Feel worn out? I feel relieved. Feel relieved? All right, you, you made it through. It's easy to give in, isn't it? It's a lot harder to resist. After three temptations and resisting that, how do you think Jesus was feeling after this time in the desert? Tired, exhausted. Has anyone felt isolated, tired, exhausted, hungry over the last year and a half? All right, okay, hands are going up. Hungry. I threw hungry in because Jesus didn't eat for 40 days. Maybe some of us are hungry right now. We're like, when's lunch? All right, so... Three temptations, he resists them all. And then what happens if you look down in your in your Bibles in Luke 4, verse 13 and 14, what happens? Can someone with a booming voice uh, read that for us? What's 13 and 14 say? Here we go. Okay, so the devil left him into an opportune times, and, and then verse 14. Jesus came back to Galilee in the what? The power of the... Okay, let me get this straight. What are the, what are the brackets here? In verse 1, the Holy Spirit puts him where? In verse 14, the Holy Spirit puts him where? In power in Galilee. What happens in between that helps Jesus to go from ragged to radically renewed? What is it? What is it? You start thinking. Don't answer too quickly. What is this secret? Because we don't really see here in the text exactly. We just see him there in the desert and then there in Galilee. We don't get a connecting verse that explains what happens in between. Now, let's think about it this way. If there was a commercial that came on or someone went on Shark Tank and said, in, in, this, in this bottle of liquid, one sip can take you from the most worn out, exhausted, you're down in the dumps, depressed, doubting, it could take you from that place, one sip, to you are renewed, energized, totally faithful and hopeful. You'd be interested, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that would be a great Shark Tank innovation. Yeah, yeah. One sip. So we're wondering here, what is it that changes Jesus from point A to point B? Now, some of us might be thinking, well, John, you already said it. It's the Holy Spirit. But when you look at the text, all the Holy Spirit's role in this situation is get him in the desert, get him to Galilee. Maybe you say, oh, it's the scriptures, because when you read throughout all of the, you know, parlay between the devil and Jesus, 
Jesus keeps quoting the Bible. Maybe it's that. But you know what? After the third scripture, that doesn't seem to indicate any change. He's still kind of post the, the battle, you know, after the battle with the devil. So what is it? And from here, to really answer this question, we need to help from the other gospel writers. Okay. Now, we're not going to turn there, but in Mark chapter 1 and in Matthew chapter 4, this same story is there, but there's an addition. And I know we have some Bible scholars here. Does anyone want to guess what the addition is? All right? Yes, Eco. Ah! Did everyone hear Eco? He's renewed by angels. The, the text says that angels came and attended to Jesus. Then we have the next step, which is he goes in power to Galilee. So what does this mean? This means that the innovation, the shark tank bottle of, of magical liquid, is found in some spiritual beings comforting, consoling, and caring for Jesus after he went through a hard time. Are you guys with me here? Who are your angels? Who are your angels? Who are those spiritual beings that come to you in hard times, that make that phone call, that FaceTime you, that force their way in and say, hey, how are you doing? What can I do to help you? How can I console, care, comfort you during which I know has been a challenging time? Right now in your mind, there's probably names and faces popping up. Oh man, these are my angels. And if you don't have any names popping up, you got to consider, have I been an angel to others? All right, that's the real challenge. And so right now, probably the most important thing that I as the minister of the Big Apple Church can say to our amazing congregation in person and online is we are to recommit to our spiritual relationships like never before. This is the time we need each other. We're excited to come back. We're not sure how it's all going to go down. We can't wait to be back in the Time Center on the 26th, right? I mean, it's going to be awesome. I wish, I wish we uh, could have had more park services, but we didn't get uh, next Sunday and the Sunday after, so we'll be in small groups, but we will be together indoors on the 26th of September and continuing forward. The Time Center has held the slot for us this whole time, all right? Even two weeks ago, I know, it's amazing. Even two weeks ago, we weren't in contract yet, and they called me and said, hey, we have a huge client that wants to meet in your slot, uh, but you have right of refusal. All right, I feel the rain. They said, do you, do you want to give it to this group or do you want to come in on the 26th? I said, uh, is that even a question? They, they, they were laughing. They're like, we just have to ask because, you know, it's several tens of thousands of dollars and you guys don't pay that much. And I said, I, said, um, I will like to exercise my right to refuse. Thank you very much. So we're in. They're amazing. God has opened a door. But right now, more than ever, we've got to be angels to one another, to spiritually recommit to one another, just like even Jesus, who is fully God, but also fully man, felt the loneliness, felt the isolation, and needed friends to help him through. At this time, as the rain starts to fall, God's, God's own tears of joy on our service today. Uh, I'm going to pray. Uh, we are not going to pass out uh, communion. We're, we're not doing food sharing today. Uh, you're welcome to take it on your own, any way you like, or at home later on. But I'm going to say a prayer and I have a prayer request, request as well. We have this space till 4 p.m., so if you want to wait it out and enjoy the time together, please do. At this time, let's join together in prayer. 
Our Father in heaven, thank you for this glorious uh, few minutes that we get uh, together in person. We have been waiting for this for so long, and it just feels so good to, to see one another, to make eye contact with real eyes, uh, to be able to know that we are still in the battle with one another, this spiritual battle. Help us right now to be angels to one another, to support one another, to ask the questions. Even today, I know it can feel a little awkward as some of us, we haven't talked in so long, but help us to break the ice, help us to ask those questions, help us to engage one another in real life and to support any way we can. Thank you for Jesus, who is the ultimate perseverer, who never gave up and who came back over and over again, even came back from the grave. And I ask right now that you help us to remember his spirit, to remember his perseverance, to remember his attitude, to keep going, and that even we remember his vulnerability, that in a moment when he needed help, he didn't refuse it, but he took the tending and the care from those spiritual beings. God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for Jesus' resurrection. We thank you that we get a chance to fellowship in this way. Bless our time together. Please bring out the son. Oh, and Father, I also want to give you uh, Brad's mom at this time. Uh, she desperately needs you to comfort her as she had a rupture in her aorta, Father. Please be with her heart, her mind, with doctors, with transportation to the hospital in Ohio. And please also be with Brad and Charlotte and Zachary and the family. Father, we give everything to you, all of our struggles, our fears. We ask that you help to restore us completely to the body of Christ in person as we have hoped for so long. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. At this time, we're just going to take a moment for meditation and prayer, and Ross is going to lead us in a song. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. How's the weather over there? Thank you, Giovanni. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, Diana. Have a good day. Diana, Giovanni. Bye, everybody. Have a great rest of the day. Enjoy, everybody. May the Lord be with you. Thank you, too. Bye, Eliana. Have a beautiful Sunday. Hey, Eliana. Un abrazo y un beso. Erica, hi. Abrazo y beso, baby. Igualmente a ustedes. Cuídense. Bye, hug. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Same to you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Virtual, virtual hugs for everybody.